Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. there. As we're just weeks away from celebrating Christmas, I'm excited for you to hear from a friend I've known for years that thrives during the Christmas season. She loves creating in all kinds of ways, creating lists, creating new recipes, creating special gifts, and also creating an atmosphere in her home where people can feel loved and heard. In this episode, you'll hear from Carolyn James. At age 70, she started learning more about her strengths. As she says, it is incredibly valuable to know about yourself. Nobody is too young or too old to learn more about how you're wired. Her top five Clifton strengths are individualization, achiever, learner, activator, and strategic. She'll tell you more about what these strengths actually look like for her. As you listen, you might be wondering how you can learn more about your strengths or how your team or family or spouse can learn together. I would love to help you on your own strengths journey. Go to barbaracolwell.com about the coaching and team workshops opportunities that are available for you both virtually or in person. It could be a great gift for someone on your list or for you. Enjoy. Hi there. Welcome to our next episode. I'm so excited for you to hear from my dear friend, Carolyn James. Carolyn, welcome. Thank you, Barbara. I'm glad to be here. Yes, I'm so excited. Carolyn and I have known each other a long time. Tell me a little bit about you, where you are, what you do, and a little bit about your family. Well, I'm married for 53 and a half years to Jesse and... Uh, We have four children and 11 grandchildren, and our second oldest grandson is married, so we actually now have another granddaughter added to the bunch. We all live in Atlanta, and Jesse and I work, have our own nonprofit, and we work primarily internationally, um, teaching and training leadership development according to basic Judeo-Christian principles. Oh, that's great. Now, I can't believe that um, we've known each other for a while. Tell me a little bit about how we first connected and just what that was like. Well, we were both on the staff. All of us are on the staff of Campus Crusade for Christ, back then now known as Crew. And we were we changed our location to attend Dallas Seminary. And so when we moved to Dallas, you and Warren were the campus directors at SMU. So we made the connection in that manner. And then one walked through the most significant part of your life when you were able to adopt your two precious little girls. And we had very young children also. So we had a real common bond there. Yeah, I I forget all those things happened during that time. It was such a significant time think for both of us, Warren and I always watching you and Jesse a few steps ahead of us and um, life and parenting and 
Um, you've always been such a blessing and inspiration to both of us. Thank you. Well, um, Carolyn, tell me what your top five talents are and just a little bit about how those show up in your life. Well, my top um, five talents or strengths are individualization, achiever, learner, activator, and strategic. And I had a little bit of knowledge about this, but four years ago, at the age of 70, I went to a core clarity training seminar to learn how to teach this. And basically, I needed to learn myself about my own strengths and how they manifest themselves. I always knew that I had... um, was good at certain things, but I never understood that it was a strength. I developed a lot of areas in my life out of a need to be loved and accepted. But when I took the training, I learned that these things that I was good at was mostly because it's how I'm wired. It's called a strength, and it's what I really need to be focusing on in my life. That's great. Well, tell us just a little bit about each one of them. I know Probably some of our listeners aren't necessarily familiar with Clifton Strengths, and um, so if you can just like with individualization, what does what does that mean, and how does that look for you? Well, they always have like five or six definitions to explain it, and the main definition that uh, stands out to me under individualization is a need to seek insights to understand self and appreciate your own brilliance and gifts. And I have to chuckle when I say that because I haven't always looked at my strengths as um, a gift that has brilliance. I always just thought, well, this is just what I do. This is what I'm, what I'm all about. And it gave me a new appreciation for understanding that what I'm gifted at has some brilliance and achiever and activator. I kind of punch those two together because it's um, they define it as naturally driven and naturally eager. And I um, really don't like the word. No, if you tell me no, then I'm going to say, Hmm, that's a motivation for me to make Mm -hmm. it happen. And that's what an activator and an achiever will do. And another one of the strengths is learner, and that's um, something that I'm always active in. If I see somebody that does something that I don't know how to do, I say, hey, can you teach me how to do that? Because I'm always loving to learn new and interesting things. And strategic is the fifth one, and that's more um, that I can see a big picture and come up with solutions to problems in a very um, easy manner, quickly looking at something and saying, okay, well, this will work. Let's try this or that. So those are the five Mm -hmm. strengths. Well, I know, like you mentioned about individualization and um, kind of still trying to understand that a little bit. I know as I have observed you over the years, I, I do really see that and how you are great at seeing just the uniqueness and brilliance of others also, especially as I've seen you interact like with your kids and your grandkids or doing special crafts or 
um, projects with them because of their their interest. And that's really been inspiring to me to see how you've done that. Or um, tell me about like um, some of the people that you've met, like in restaurants or things that you do, like that's so interesting to me. Well, I have enjoyed getting to know all my grandkids. Um, it's an advantage that they live here in Atlanta and some things that I've done um, with the, the granddaughters is to just um, sit and do some scrapbooking. Um, we would have a session uh, on a day off from school and they'd come and I'd put out all my scrapbook supplies and they, I'd help them each to be scrapbooking their school life. So we started with kindergarten and went up into the elementary grades. Now they're uh, one is already off in college, and the other one's going to be going next year. So they they hit the teenage years and got too busy. But yeah, it was always a good time because we could sit and talk, and I could teach and. Um, give them some experiences in how to, how, how to create and things like that. That's so encouraging. I know I, I love doing projects like that with my mother too. And I think I'm sure that those are special memories that they'll each remember for a long time, even though they might not really say all that to you. Cause I know how kids can be sometimes. Well, um, you were mentioning earlier, just even with your learner, um, just, I think a lot of your strengths seem to show up at home in the things that you do. You provide um, a warm environment. Like, tell me about what you were mentioned about just the shows you were watching about cooking and recipes. Well, Christmas is my best time of the year. And it's um, every one of my little strengths here can swing into action, so to speak. Um, yes. Her and activator. Um, it's we were ready for Christmas by November 15th. It's a little earlier this year because of um, this pandemic and being here at home a lot. There was something not to, you know, not much to do, not many places to go. So we just decided to get going on Christmas. Uh-huh. So I have Christmas all over the house. And when I'm creating, I'm a happy camper, if I can create anything. So we have all of our decorations up all over the house. And now I'm working on, I love watching the Food Network and uh, coming up with new recipes. I've looked around at some things I can make for if we have a few people in. Uh, This year the parties will look different. They won't be as many or as many people, but... We have, um, I love an opportunity to provide a place for people to come and sit and relax and talk and connect with each other. Yeah, that's so, that's so inviting. And I know, I'm sure you've had so many significant conversations or connections with people, like you say, because you've provided a place where people can come. Can you tell us about, um, some of those experiences, maybe some of the people I think that you've mentioned in the restaurant that you like to go to or other things. And I'm sure the list is countless of how many people could say how they felt loved or cared for in your home, especially during Christmas time. 
Well, Jesse and I have a goal always of meeting people and trying to basically love on them and influence their thinking if we can or engage in a conversation. And we've recently met a gentleman in a restaurant and have since seen him a few times that we've been there and had additional conversations. And he recently stated that his grandmother had prayed for somebody like us. And he looked right at me since it was his grandmother, but, and said, um, you were sent here to influence my life and to, Oh, wow. That's so encouraging. I'm sure if she was around, she would be so grateful for you and your impact and connection with him. Well, I think everybody in life is looking for significance. They're looking for identity. They're looking for to belong. And we need relationships. We need each other. And I think perhaps one of the things out of this pandemic is that more people have felt isolated and alone. And so as we go about, we can use our strengths and meet people and hug on them, love on them in all different ways, but help people to belong, help people to meet others and to just be able to talk and relax and learn. Yeah. Um, I think about, I love thinking about your home at Christmas. It's been a long time since I've been in your home at Christmas. I know years ago, we both would have open houses in Dallas and have people over to um, visit and enjoy yummy foods. But um, I think even this whole idea of like embracing your strengths, like what this podcast is about, is really about me trying to still get it for myself, even though I probably shouldn't advertise that, but it's like, yeah, God made me a certain way and with my strengths and you a certain way with your strengths. But I think it's funny. I mean, we're friends, so I can, I can say this, but I think sometimes at Christmas, I, I feel like I get, we probably all get our buttons pushed for different reasons, but I think I see how my strengths show up in a, a different way than yours. Cause I think, oh, I'm not, um, orderly or get a lot done in a timely fashion or in the way that you do. And I think it's, it's neat to kind of step back and see just the, the gift that you have in your top five strengths. I mean, mine, I think that maybe sometimes make it a little harder for me, even though I definitely enjoy the month of, of December and Christmas and celebrating what it's about, but adaptability and my strength of maximizer and harmony can maybe kind of make it look a little bit different for me. But all that to say, I just love seeing how your strengths were really thriving during this month. Do you do you feel like you sense just the joy and accomplishment in that? Yes, I do, because I love providing an environment for people to come in and relax. And I like, I love organization and mm-hmm. I love to... I love to provide places for people to come. And I've had people come in and say, oh, my gosh, this house is just giving me a big hug. And I think, okay, that's good. That's exactly what I was looking for, actually. 
is yeah. the goal of some of my creating and decorating is to just provide a relaxing place for people to come and if they want to just sit and look around and talk or be quiet, whatever. And I love to cook and to provide good food and to just, I love to make lists. Making lists fits right in with several of my strengths. Uh huh. And as I make a list, though, I like to check off the boxes. Yes. So this time of year gives me a chance to make lots of lists for shopping, for cooking, for decorating, for planning a party or whatever it is. That's really great. I love that. Well, what do you have any um, thoughts or um, advice that you might have for our listeners that, that maybe have one of these particular strengths that you have, or maybe live or work with someone that has um, one of these strengths, like maybe, maybe sometimes you've seen maybe a downside to it, or just maybe like just some good advice for people that might have these strengths. Well, it's really helpful to know yourself and to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. Um, we used to always say, use that as an example of staff to your weaknesses. So if you know what you're good at, you can exercise that. And then you can surround yourself with some people that can help you in your weak areas. But that also means that they have to take these tests and learn to know what their strengths are. But as we learn how we're wired and what we're good at and what we're not good at, we can understand things better. And I have a good example of um, my activator and achiever. I'm the project manager for Global Leadership, and we do training conferences, as I said. And we were doing many conferences in Ukraine, um, trying to teach people business development and leadership skills. And my job or role as the project manager was to get the room set up and get the uh, materials out and the tea breaks and lunches organized in all aspects of that. So my two strengths of achiever and activator kick in really full force. And in the process, I can have a tendency to run over other people. I like things done a certain way, and I have a list and a check mark, and I can just go there and just you know power through it. In the process, other people are there and they're wanting to help. And I don't always ask for help or let them help. I just do it myself. And early on in these conferences, I had several people come and confront me on how abrasive I appeared and how strong I was. And I didn't allow anybody else to do anything. It was kind of discouraging because I thought, well, but I'm good at this. But as I began to understand that they all just wanted to serve and help too, I would allow that. But I also learned to use a disclaimer, so to speak, of explaining to people. Once I had this training in the last four years, every time we'd have a team, I would take the time to explain to them 
a little bit about myself that I am, and I didn't necessarily use these words, achieve, that I'm an activator and achiever. But I would say that I'm just one of these kinds of people that likes to get the projects finished. And in a certain you know way that we've discovered how to do it. So don't, I don't want to be offensive to you. And if I'm, if you're troubled, come and talk to me because this is my strength, but let's work it out. Yeah. That's so helpful. And I think like you, like you said, you understanding your strengths is helping you make mid course corrections or whatever, like with, with that group of people. But I think a lot of times it's definitely helpful too for on a team or in a family for people to understand everybody's strengths. And Oh, I think that's, that's really true. Uh, Cause Jesse has taken these tests too. And I would say it really helped us a lot to understand each other and work even more cohesively in our marriage. Um, even after 50 years to kind mm-hmm. of come to an understanding of this is how what I'm good at and this is what you're good at and let's work together on these things. Um, it's easier to, I think, talk about things up front than to run over people and make a mistake and then have to try to go back and fix it up. Yeah. Well, I imagine like over just your lifetime, you've had a lot of other um, maybe assessments or things where you're learning about yourself. But I, I just commend you, like you said, at age 70, that you were still learning. It kind of goes along with even your strength. I, I, I didn't think of it that way, but just learning more about yourself and and still being open to how to be a better wife as you think about your strengths in marriage or a person in your job and in your family. But what do you, what input do you have even for someone that's say maybe just graduating from high school or starting their career, like how this understanding could help them? Well, I think that if we work from our strengths, we're always going to be much more successful. We're going to be happier and we're going to do a better job of just moving through life. So I think that to understand yourself is to know yourself. And we had had a talk in Ukraine that we, we would call, you can't lead yourself till you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And we each need to lead our own selves in our own lives and do it according to what our strengths are. And I think that it's just so incredibly important and valuable to really learn and know about yourself, Uh, no matter what your age. And I don't think anybody's too young nor too old. And I wish in a big way, I mean, we've always, we, you're right. We've taken tests and have examples of, you know, different kind of terminology of strengths or weaknesses, what we're good or bad at or weak at. But, um, I found this to be the most helpful because of the way it's explained and that how you can combine your strengths with others to really even make a stronger union, stronger mm-hmm. working relationship, a stronger family. Yeah. Wow. 
That's so helpful. Well, um, I have one last question, or is there anything else that um, this has brought to mind that you, you'd like to share? Um, no, I just, I just really would like to emphasize how important it is to, to know yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Well, um, what my last question for you, Carolyn, is um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? I know during this season of life, we all have a lot of curveballs and a lot of challenges, but what, what has brought you joy or put a smile on your face lately? Well, the thing that gives me the greatest joy is creating, um, whether it's creating a list and I love to do it in a fun way or it's decorating or it's cooking, doing research on new recipes, new things to try. I love watching cooking shows. Um, if it's making some homemade greeting cards, wrapping a present, whatever, all that kind of stuff just gives me great joy and makes me happy. So Christmas fits right in there. It's a chance to make nice cards, to wrap good presents, to make new food and to decorate the house and to have people come and just sit and have a glass of tea or cup of coffee with a couple Christmas cookies. Mm, yum. I wish I could come to your house for for that. For yeah, I you could too. <laughs> that would be awesome. Well, Carolyn, thank you so much for taking time out to um, just help us all understand a little bit more about you and your top five strengths. And it's been just such a delight to um, just to hear you articulate what that is. I think having known you for a long time and seeing, seeing just new insights you're having about yourself is so so encouraging to me. And so I um, am hopeful that this will be insightful to our listeners too. And I just want you to remember that you are amazing and you are a delight to God and to, to everyone around you. So thank you so much, Carolyn. Thank you, Barbara. And you're delightful too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. -E I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.